Level of Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is episode 214, and today we're going to be talking about social norms in the professional setting, etiquettes that we've learned you know, early on in our careers and throughout, you know, our lives and our careers and, you know, how the pandemic has changed things. So, ¿cómo andan? I took a shower, when was it, yesterday morning, and then I didn't have time to brush out my hair. And it's that todo en nudo, that's so that's the what worst. I'm doing, but I'm really happy to be Andrelos. here. And um, I'll give you guys a heads up. I do have four kids that are not back in school. Two, two of them are just too little, but the other two are más grandes. So there might be a little background noise, so I apologize in advance. But welcome to mommyhood, bitches. I'm good. I don't have to, like, brush my hair with my fingers today because I actually got it done earlier this week. So my hair is feeling much better, much softer, much more taken care of. So I would be, like, little right now, running my fingers through my hair, trying, but it's having a really good week this week. It looks healthy. It looks healthy. Yeah, yo me pinté mis canas on Monday, so okay, and with new hair. Um, anyway, so yeah, we were we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about different aspects of social etiquettes or norms that are have either been passed on from our families or we've learned on the job professionally. So I wanted to kind of get started about the professional aspect that you know us as first generation, we come into corporate settings, offices, and we learned we learned on the spot because you know at least in the case of all three of us we didn't have parents that worked in those settings and so i wanted to kind of to start talking about that like i know when it comes to the office it's like proper uh, work attire uh proper conversations and like proper social settings so uh, i wanted to ask you ladies like what is one thing that you know you learned from going in and no one told you, pero ustedes solitas se dieron cuenta, like, oh, this is the way this has to be. It could be, you know, the work attire, uh, conversations, or, or just uh, proper etiquette at work. Something that comes to mind, que, que aprendieron ustedes en el trabajo. Ay, Dios. I think for me it was este, how to dress. I, I, you know, I started off very corporate world. I worked at Enterprise Rent a Car, and their manual was very... Um, very detailed and very to the point. They're like, this is the manual and we do uphold these standards. So when I started, it was like medias, you know, a suit. You know, you had to look dressed professional. It was, you know, we talk about dressing the part. They're like, you're dressing the part of a manager. So learn how to look look clean, look fresh and respectable in a sense, right? So for me, um, it went from you know, wearing tennis and jeans and sweatshirts all the time to, oh my God, I have to wear heels and medias and this suit. And then your hair can't look like this, right? Your hair can't be looking all crazy. It wasn't like, oh, curly hair is unacceptable, but more like you must look, you know, keep that mane controlled, you know, bien peinadas, you know, all of that. But I think the dressing part was very different because my dad was a construction worker. My mom cleaned houses before she ended up staying home and took care of kids, right? The neighborhood the neighborhood kids. So obviously that wasn't something that was part of the conversation with us. Like it, it was on Domingos when we went to church, put your best clothes on, look clean, look well-dressed, you know, for church. But outside of that, it was very much like, oh my God, I don't even know how to buy a suit. How do I know if it fits right? How do I know about all these things, right? Learning how to dress 
professionally for the corporate environment. I had a really good mentor at, at Enterprise. Um, so look, I always gave her shout outs, Keish, Lakeisha. So she took me shopping after a while. She was like, okay, we're gonna go get you some decent suits. You've already been working here for some time. You have some money. I'm sure you have some money set aside. Let's go get you some good suits and, and something that you can wear. And I'll, I'll show you how to, you know, wear it different ways so that you don't have to buy 10 suits, you know? So I think that was one of the main things that I learned in the corporate world. And the other part was once I was in management, how to have the conversations with my team about dressing properly without hurting people's feelings, without beating around the bush, but very to the point like, hey, if you want to be in this position, if you want to get promoted, you want to dress the part that you're that you're aiming to be, right? So having these conversations were also, and when it came to dressing, to when it came to hygiene, when it came to behavior at work. Y tú, Irene? Similar to Vettel, we had a, one of my first jobs was super corporate even though it was a nonprofit. It was a big, large-scale nonprofit. So it was very much a business, very much a stuffy nine-to-five cubicle-type job. We had our own offices in my department, but it was very, very regimented. And time was sort of watched like a hawk, so being timely was so important. Um, and I think it was very bureaucratic, and I think that's just something you learn. In some businesses, there's so many rules, policies, and procedures, because honestly, rules, policies, and procedures are because of the people that don't want to follow rules, policies, and procedures, and you have so many because of those people. So it ends up feeling like the jobs can be, it sounds like with Vettel, like very, very rigid, very specific, because there's so many years of dealing with people who probably didn't dress really well, and so you had to come down to the bottom of like, your manual says like, no flip-flops, no tennis shoes, no this, no that, like footwear had to be like described. So I had a job very similar to that too, my first one ever. Then I went to this organization that I'm with now and that boss was a stickler for how you dressed. And I thought it was really interesting because I learned a valuable lesson there that the next couple of bosses after that were a little more flexible. Like, so sometimes also the norm is a preference. No one's right. No one's right. Like, what is the preference for your organization? Like I have people that talk to me all the time about the older generation says to me, like, how can you have staff that have facial piercings or how can you have staff that have tattoos? And I think that's like a give and a take because it's like, I don't know that I would be able to hire someone that has like gang affiliated tattoos on their face, but a butterfly on their shoulder, like they're great people who dress the part and speak the part and have the heart. And maybe your personal preference is not tattoos, but they're having a tattoo where they have it that's appropriate isn't going to impact their work. So there's something pretty cool about sort of being flexible with norms where it makes sense for your job then there might be another job where tattoos are just not allowed and i get it like you have to then go where you're comfortable working your social norm might be no tattoos or some places like the more tattoos you have the better like that's the job and the culture there so i think learning your professional expectations and trying to go where you're going to fit in best for me when I became the CEO of my organization, I wasn't going to be as rigid about certain things. Like I found that we serve kids. So around kids, I actually didn't mind if we dressed down. I didn't want us to show up in suits and all hot and like heels and trying to recruit students into our program. So then we really became more focused on like branded t-shirts and hats and like casual wear that's branded. So on Fridays, you could wear casual wear, or you could throw on your t-shirt. Like I love that. And throwing on the work t-shirt works for outdoor outings and it feels more like a camp and some might see you and think it's completely appropriate. That's appropriate for that work. Now, if you're out with the ROTC, yeah, they're going to be dressed snazzy. Professionally, it's going to work for them and that's how they should look. Like they're a military group. For us, you're going to see us in cool t-shirts that match with our organization. So I loved kind of being flexible with that and changing things up and 
then a pandemic happened and that's when i was like wear jeans dress them up i don't care maybe <laughs> wear your back pajamas uh, i don't know about holes right under your booty like that's gonna be too much and i know for me but uh so i think norms are funny because we call them norms and we say social norms but they are mixed and molded and changed and for one company something works another company some things don't work uh, one of the first things that i learned from a mentor mentor who was like huge big badass woman in finance um she was very rigid white woman who was very rigid like she didn't like the word yeah and i use the word yeah a lot she didn't like if someone had chipped nails she didn't like bright color nails she didn't like big earrings like her world taught her one way and she was in financial advising with big time money big time people and so when she was going to advise me i know it was going to be oh she's going to cut it all out like hoops were not going to be okay and long nails were not going to be okay and colorful nails and that was one person, right? So with her, I dress the part. Like with her, it's like, I know how she expects me to look for her. For me, if I'm in another setting where I'm gonna be with parents and families and they're gonna love my bright colored nails and my aretes de Mexico, like that's gonna work for me there. So just careful too, because there's certain people that are gonna judge the heck out of you and have a different expectation. And it's up to you if you wanna code switch professionally in how you present yourself. I don't find a problem with that. I think it makes sense if, you have to do that for certain work environments, then you have to do that. And I think you have to check your ego at the door and be careful when you want to come into jobs and change them so much. That's the last thing I'll say about that. Like sometimes people apply for a job and then they want a different job once they have it. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like this wasn't the job that you can come to in gym gear every day. Like we, that wasn't really in the job description, homie. Like you don't want to put on proper clothes now. Like you got this job and you have to sort of dress up. You know, some people try to change a culture and change the social norms. And that may work in some environments and in others, they don't. Like I'm sure schools aren't going to radically change. They have a structure for a reason. And if you don't like it, you probably have to take your kid to a different school if you want to be more loose or um, in some cases, even more formal. You want uniforms? Good for you. Other schools? Nope. No uniform required. You know, so you also have to be careful. That's the tip of the day. You're going to put yourself in a setting, read the room, know the setting. Don't apply for a job or in a club or a school, anything where you actually don't match the social norm. Because if you're never going to be happy there, right? If you need a more airy-fairy, barefoot feet type school, you're planting vegetation, you're out in nature, good. Good for you. Find that kind of school. That's the social norm there to be casual. If you like structure and you like emails and calendar things and proper uniforms, find that kind of school for you personally, for your kids. So I think that's the tip of the day because I've seen that happen where people do not match the social norms of an environment they join. Knowing full well, those were the norms there. That's what you signed up for. You'll be unhappy if you are in a culture and in a community that is not what you want. It's not how you want to show up. It's so cool that you Absolutely. bring that up, Irene, because I think that Many times, like we might be really good at something, but the the work setting is just not matches doesn't align fully with who we are, right? But I think a lot of companies are really good now. They they become adaptable and flexible to where it's like, you know, it is expensive to wear a suit twenty four seven, and if you're moving and you're constantly on the go, why do you want to be in a suit? What you want to be able to, you know, do whatever you need to do efficiently without having to sweat in a suit. So I think so many companies are adaptable and that's when I think you work for great companies, when they themselves can change um, instead of you having to be the one that changes them. But bringing up, like suggesting like, hey, those Fridays would be great to wear casual, wear the jeans, you know? I remember it was a big deal back in the day to have casual free dress Fridays, Friday, yeah. 
casual Fridays, right? Like free days Fridays at school, you know, <laughs> but it's so trippy. Like I worked at Disneyland when I was in high school. And Disneyland also had a fat manual. Now you go to Disneyland and you can see people's tattoos, you see people's piercings, that they have dyed hair. Some people, like before, it was nothing like that. Like you cannot have vibrant colors. Cada persona es diferente. And as, as the world changes, corporations change, either whether they be corporate or nonprofits, be adaptable to the times. Speaking of that point, Vittle, like my organization now, it's like almost like we go on the casual side and we always ask, what's the dress code for this? It's almost like now we confirm if it's dressy. Now we confirm is it more step above is it should I wear the suit should I and I kind of like that we totally swing to the other side it's like every day the expectation is a little more dressed down it's a youthful serving organization we're comfortable some of us work from home we make them go in different hours it's flexible but we're always very aware of okay wh what kind of event is this oh donors oh this is we're asking for money oh people are dressing fancy we'll step it up and our students have to step it up got it and I love that that's Vettel's point like the organization completely flipped on its side like now casual is the norm and then dressing up becomes sort of the every once in a while I, for me, I had this interesting experience when I was 16 years old. I was in, we were in Mexico City with my family and um, mi tía Esther, you guys know mi tía Esther, was working at that time. Um, era secretaria and I think, yeah, anyway, yeah, administrator, pero she worked for an organization. It was um, El Club Alemán. So it was like a sports club um, and all, todas las empleadas tenían que ir like bien vestidas, like in suits, like como uniforme tipo, because they all had the, the same uniforme, pero mallas, eh, tacones, all that. So I got to, I went, uh, I don't know why, but I went with her one day to work and I hung out and I, you know, I think I, I mi tía told me like, oh, you know, vístete bien, whatever, whatever, like slacks or whatever. And she was like done up and, you know, I got to see that. I got to see like the women there, you know, bien arregladas, maquilladas and, you know, perfect manicure, all that. And I remember sitting um i guess i was sitting at a desk in front of her like i don't know what i was doing i guess i was just reading or whatever i was 16 so i'm sure i wasn't working or helping her but just random stuff and i remember like um like i stretched no hagas eso and i'm like what like you know me dio esta vergüenza and she's like yeah she's like es de muy mala educación you know that it looked bad that i was stretching there in the office so like, that was like the norm there that they were super super sticklers como decías tú que la, la señora está irene super sticklers and so she you know me enseñó desde ahí so like now like siempre me acuerdo de eso like oh my god don't stretch in public you know or in an office setting pero como han estado platicando ustedes i mean i think you know, things have changed. Like I went into my, you know, as a legal assistant in my prior law firm, like knowing, I guess from that, from that encounter, like, you know, that how professional women dress, like they dressed, you know, their hair done, makeup done. And that's how I started working even as a legal assistant. Although in my, in my prior law firm, um, the legal assistants were a little bit more lax, uh, laxed in their wardrobe and the attorneys were in, always in suits, like three-piece suits, always like that. And um, I remember, I remember like going um, to a deposition in Tijuana and I remember my boss said like, wow, like the women like dress very well, you know, like the court reporter and like, you know, all these professional women that were attended the deposition. And I told, I told them, I'm like, I've seen this, like seen this, you know, the 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 women like dress up for work you know if they're working in offices like this is the norm in mexico um but fast forward to now where i work in a nonprofit legal aid and it's it's a little bit it's a combination it's a combination where everyone has like their own unique style of course if you go to court you wear you know you wear a suit but things like that and i've kept it like i've kept it um i've kept it professional but also relaxed and i 
throw in my own style. Like if I want to wear a bright lipstick, I'll wear the bright lipstick or like the hoops, I'll do that. Um, especially if I'm going to see a client, I like to, you know, dress it up. Um, since I'm all in the office three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursdays, I like to have it like my casual my casual este day since I don't have a casual Friday in the office. So I like to wear like jeans or dark to color jeans and dress it up. Um, and I try not to see clients on Thursdays, but sometimes, you know, there's walk-ins or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it's, cada quien tiene su estilo. Or I'll wear on Thursdays, I'll wear like sneakers, white sneakers, and like kind of make it trendy, según yo. Um, but still wear a blazer or, um, you know, it's, it, it, you know, so ya, ya, ya se presta para todo. I think because of the, the, the pandemic made it easier for people to accommodate that. Um, but como dices tú, Irene, like, know, know who you're going to be, you know, meeting with. Who's going to, you know, who do you need to meet with that day? Like, how, 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 how can I look professional? How can I be taken serious? You know, um, you know, todo eso. So, yeah, it's interesting, like, the dynamics. And then in supervising uh, roles, too, um, like, I, on remote days like i want my staff i want to know that my staff is working right so les digo like just let me in hey i'm logged on just para saber that you're gonna be working so that's like the expectation now that um we're creating on remote days because you know we just we want to know that you're there not that we're you know checking on you 24 7 pero queremos saber que estás ahí. if you ladies don't have anything else to share uh thank you for so much for joining this conversation thank you for our listeners to who join us and listen to us and, you know, provide feedback. Um, we want to ask for your reviews. If you love sh listening to your weekly episodes, please write us a review on anywhere where you listen to on your podcast, Spotify, Apple, all those. Uh, también, if you want a specific topic that we haven't covered or you want us to delve more into a topic that we covered in the past, please send us a little DM or an email at adminlevelleplatina.com. If you want to book a one-on-one -on -one assessment with any of us coaches, our, our website is leveleplatina.com. Um, también our handles in social media, Facebook and Instagram is at leveleplatina. And on Twitter, although I don't know what's happening with Twitter, no sé si mucha gente está ahí todavía, but our handle is at latina underscore up. También, chicas, don't forget to get your tickets for the Breakthrough Brunch happening on October 7th. If you were there last year, you know it's a beautiful setting and you're going to have a good time, good food, good friends, good drinks. So get your tickets on our website. Go ahead, porque van a subir los precios. Y también, um, for Latino Heritage Month that's coming up uh, next month, September through October, the septiembre 15, octubre 15, if you want to book us for a panel to talk about, you know, us as first generation and your careers uh, we're definitely available for that for your company to be on a panel or to come in person también uh, send us un mensajito or let us know if you are interested in that and um, as always our dms are open and our email as well so without further ado si no tiene nada más que decir nos despedimos and we wrap this one up muchas gracias besos besos thank you